I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of the Bucketheads podcast. This is Connor Lamonts coming at you about four hours after Ohio State's game versus Michigan tipped off at 12.30. Ohio State fell to the unranked Wolverines 75-69 on their home court on senior day in a game that they needed to potentially secure the number four seed and the double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Instead, the Buckeyes falling to Michigan plus Rutgers win means the Buckeyes are the sixth seed in the tournament. They will play nice and early at 9 p.m. Thursday. Right around that time, um, they'll play Thursday night against the winner of the 14 versus 11 game. Michigan, on the other hand, needed a crucial road victory to solidify their spot in the NCAA tournament. They were pretty much a consensus bubble team right around the 10 or 11 line. With this win, they are most likely in regardless of what they do in Indianapolis this weekend. Malachi Brandon led Ohio State with 18 points. EJ Liddell had another double-double, 16 and 13. And Justin Arns had 12 points. On the Michigan side, Devontae Jones had 21. And Terrence Williams had 17. Ohio State led at halftime by 7 points. That lead evaporated very quickly in the second half as Michigan went on a 14-1 run and took a lead that they would never surrender. Buckeyes made a push at the end, got it back down to 4 points, but ended up losing by 6. After the game, we spoke to Chris Holtman, EJ Liddell, Justin Arns, Phil Martelli, Musa Diabate, Terrence Williams, and Devontae Jones about that day's game, about looking forward to Indianapolis, and about the adjustments that Michigan made since losing to Ohio State in Ann Arbor last month. So without further ado, here is our press conference with both teams after the game. 
Obviously, we'll start with our players, and then uh, when Coach Phil is ready after radio, we'll have him join us. So if you guys want to start out with player or player questions, we would appreciate that. Uh, for any of you guys, when did you learn Hunter wasn't going to be able to play? I guess how did that change? Uh, I answer this one because he was my roommate. So uh, he was my roommate, and like around like 3 a.m., he started to throw up, and I was constant throughout the night. So uh, he was like, "Hey, I got food poison." I said, "All right, bro." So that's when I knew when he like he told me he's like, "I'll probably be out today because he was dealing with that." And then the team probably knew around like 8:45 when we had film. Were you as his roommate? Were you worried at all? Like maybe I should have. Uh, yeah, I helped them out a little bit, uh, but yeah, I'll I just leave it at that. Yeah, as far as uh, Musa, as far as, you know, stepping up, I guess, in his absence, uh, yeah, what, what was your thoughts about not having him alongside you this week? Um, I mean, he's a great player. We obviously need him, but like our coach always said, we got enough. Um, I believe that when we play as a team, it don't matter who we're missing. Um, we definitely going to uh, oppose it to give a challenge to any team that we play. Um, so yeah, we obviously need him, but we did what we did. We needed to do, and it worked out. In the back for Devonte, uh, just seeing you were in complete control of this game in the second half. I think 29 points, nine assists, and every time they needed a big bucket, you either got it or you threw it off to Musa for the dunk clear. Just what what was that second half like for you, and what were you trying to accomplish at the offensive end? And they they had no answer for. Um, I just wanted to get the win. You know, that's the main thing for me. Um, when you play with a guy like Musa, it, it's really easy, you know, because he, you know, he's so athletic. You know, he he plays hard every possession, so it's kind of easy for me. He he's really the one doing all the work, honestly. But um, we had a great team, great team win. You know, we had a balanced scoring attack, so I can't take you know all the credit. You know, it's a team effort. I know you want to do much more next week in Indianapolis, but do you feel like this is one that puts you guys in a much better position? For bigger things later on? Uh, definitely, but we don't want to you know, get too high on it because we not we we known for having a good game, but then that game will will kind of crumble. So we're gonna try to you know just you know, stay level headed. We're gonna obviously enjoy this win, but uh, we know we got a big task coming up Thursday. Michael, Devontae, we talked to you earlier in the season when you said your first few games in Michigan, you were so excited that it made you play a little bit erratic at times. Can you just kind of describe where you were then and where you were now to be able to have the kind of performance you did this afternoon? Oh yeah, um, at the beginning it was kind of like. Excitement, you know, I was trying to do things too fast, not really understanding the flow of the game. But now it's like the game's slow, you know, I understand the, con the concepts, I understand like what, what um, angles to take. So, and like I said, I got a great group of guys, so it's, it's easy for me, it's not really hard for me at all. Yeah, the defense was super aggressive, it seemed like coming out into the second half. Was that because of the lack of uh, foul trouble coming out of the break, or is that just to try to jump out ahead in the second half, or what? Uh, I think we came out, the biggest thing in the locker room is coming out with energy. I think with energy, the defense, you know, it clicks more when you have more energy. And, you know, we, even though the offense was going well for us, we didn't let the offense dictate what we did on defense. I feel like that was the biggest part and that we stayed together throughout Ohio State's run uh, in, a, in the end of the first half. Jeff? Terrence, you've had a few games like this where you've knocked down a few early threes to inefficient from there. I guess what's the kind of like key for you? Uh, you know, just staying confident, staying in the game. Uh, I've been doing that uh, all year, but you know, lately it's been following for me, so I'm gonna just continue to do that. For for any of you guys, the way you were able to put Ohio State in ball screen situations and really attack, uh, how did you feel that uh, continued to, to grow as the game went on? Was that something you identified coming in as something that you felt you could exploit? Oh. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. No, 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 no. You got it. 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 
<laughs> but we knew um they had like kind of bigger bigger um bigger bigs, so that was kind of slower. So it was easy for us. No, it's just it was really well. I was really just reading the big. Um, if he stayed with me, I had to drop off some moves. If he left, then I had to lay up. So it wasn't really you know hard to figure out. We knew playing the last game, we had you know a couple layups um, attacking downhill. So that was just the same mindset for this game. Andrew. Any of you guys, you know, Coach Juwan, I guess, expected to now be coming back? Uh, you anticipate that being, like, I guess, what would that be like for you to have him back on a daily basis? Well, yeah, what is it? Oh, my I mean, we, we, we have the same energy. I mean, we, that was our coach before. I mean, he's going to come in, he's going to bring that juice, and we're going to match his intensity. Drop. Moose, so on that block with about two and a half minutes left on the now, what was uh, your mindset on that play? What just, block? Just like, what, what was going through your mind on that play? The one on the block, the one on the block. Oh, um, well, I was just trying to get a stop, really. Um, I don't, actually don't remember, um, but um, it did happen. So, um, yeah, I was just trying to get a, a stop whenever it happened. <laughs> Michael, for, uh, for any of you guys, after the game on, on Thursday, Coach Martelli was kind of critical of the maturity and the commitment of the team. I don't know if you guys heard those comments or even if you care, but did, did that get back to you at all, that he thought there wasn't enough commitment the other night and that he thought there wasn't enough emotional maturity on this team? Uh, I mean, personally, I didn't hear that, but I mean, I guess you could say he's right uh, because we came out like a days of cool. Uh, Ryan that went over Michigan State and we were locked in from the get go. You know, it started with our warm ups and our preparation. We weren't locked in, so I I didn't hear those comments, but he definitely is right. Jack, Chance, I guess just going back to Seton Hall, you missed one of those free throws at the end of the game today. You hit those two to ice the game. I guess how do you think you've improved in that area and what's been key for your practice there? Uh, really just staying in the gym and staying consistent with my workout routine. Uh, you know, I, I stay consistent through it throughout the season, and I feel like it's paying off now. Michael, you want to close this out? Musa, you've had the, the challenge of guarding a lot of really good four men in this league, and I know the last time after you played EJ, you took it on the shoulders and said you thought that you were part of the reason why it didn't go your way. I guess how motivated were you to try and turn that around today, and sort of what was your thought when you did have opportunities to face him again? Um, man, it's always a challenge um, to play against players like that. I mean, they're the best player in their team, and they, they're the best players in the country for a reason. So um, it's always a challenge that I accept. And um, like I said, I'm just trying to follow the game plan defensively. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to make shot. Um, they're great players. So I just got to, you know, um, next play mentality. That's really the only thing I can say about that. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, trying to accept the challenge. And obviously, when I get back to my room, I'm going to take some of but he, he be doing to me, so you know, so I can learn from it. So it's always a, a pleasure to do that. All right, thank you, fellas. So much for my motivational skills. T. Will did not hear me say that we were not emotionally <laughs> committed. It's kind of like my wife; she doesn't listen to me either. So. Um, I'm just in awe of uh, the players' character. Uh, I'm in awe of the support staff's knowledge, uh, Saudi Washington and Howard Isley. Um, I managed that game. And uh, Howard Isley coached the offense every possession, and uh, Saudi Washington scout, and we collaborated on you know, how we wanted to try to deal with 
with uh, not just not just one of the best players in the country, but an offensive mind in Chris and his staff. Uh, and it was it was a challenge. And I would say productive use of our time yesterday. We did not practice on Friday, but productive use of our time um, Saturday uh, was the result. What we wanted to try to be was balanced. We didn't want to come out of here and say, well, we were too high or too low. We didn't want to come out and say we're too physical. We just wanted balance. And I, I thought we did that. And uh, the number that jumps to me is for us to have 24 bench points, that, that is just uh, an extraordinary, extraordinary uh, performance. So um, that was a really cool atmosphere. It was a really, really cool atmosphere. Uh, there was a kid behind the bench. I, I don't know if I'll ever see him again, but I want to thank him uh, because he kept telling me that I was bald. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I've gone along this whole time thinking I had a thinning hairline, not bald. So I appreciate him letting me know that. The other words that he was using with bald, not on a Sunday, fella. Not on a Sunday. Questions for Coach? Go ahead. Uh, Phil, you, you spoke after the Iowa game about wanting a hellraiser on the team. Was there one player in particular that you felt embodied that today? Um, not, not really, not, not vocally, uh, but their physical presence, the, the physical presence, uh, when I looked for it, when I told them that Hunter would not be playing, and their presence didn't change. Earlier in the year, maybe we would have shriveled up and worried, but uh, knowing that the change in kind of rotation, Terrence Williams moves up and Kayla played some four. Uh, you know, come on. Jerome Foles got in that game, right? And, and I just think that, that uh, it was yesterday. There was a sense yesterday that, okay, well, we're, we're going there. And, and I gave them this before the game that when you compete, it's cool to say, that, oh, we're competitors and we're competitors and we're competitors. But guess what? When you compete, if you and I are flipping coins, I want to win. So we came here to win. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but, but uh, that, that, that Hellraiser was every single one of them. Every loose ball, the steals. I, I don't know what the numbers would say. Uh, come on, 11 steals. That has to be our season high. We were on every ball. So we were re raising hell on that court. Uh, every guy that got in the game. When did you tell the team that Hunter The timeline, uh, I went to Mass this morning at 7.30, uh, came out of Mass, and there was a text on my phone that he had been up uh, all night. He had not fallen asleep till about 6 o'clock. Uh, uh, and that we would see. He would not be at film, which was at 8.45. He came down about 9.20. I saw him go for some toast. And then when we got to the arena, I just blanked it out. I said, some, tell me what we, what, what we have when we get to the arena. And he didn't feel, um, he didn't feel strong enough. Uh, 
So at that point in time, I just, you know, I, even at film session, I said, look, I don't know what Hunter, what the story is with Hunter, so Brandon Johns, whatever you have to do for your pregame routine, you, you now are, you're, you're on, and uh, you will not be the primary defender on Liddell, but you will be the foreman on offense. So we flipped that. Um, and then uh, we, we just proceeded. Once we, once we got here and he wasn't strong enough to, to even dress, we, we were looking for like another gym. I don't know if they have another practice gym or where he could kind of go by himself and see if he could go. Uh, but as you can see, his, his coloring is, is off and uh, hopefully it doesn't run through everybody. I think there is a look. I don't purport to do as what you do all do, uh, but there is a storyline because his roommate on the road is Terrence Williams. So did Hunter like by osmosis? Did he become a scorer? Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Something to follow. <laughs> Uh, Devontae Jones had 14 points, five, uh, five assists in the second half alone, 21 and 9 for the game. Can you speak to his growth down the stretch heading into the postseason? It seemed like any time he needed a bucket, it was in his hands he was getting the bucket. Well, obviously, if you look at his numbers at Coastal, it, it's they're eye-popping. Uh, we watched a lot of film to make sure that he was the right guy. Uh, that's a tough spot. It's a tough spot to be a point guard coming into a program that is successful. Uh, and you're coached by a pro. You know, like Howard Isley has been to the highest levels as, uh, as a point guard. So he has a point guard whisperer, so to speak. And there's just been growth and a confidence and uh, you know, we, we can't walk out of here and, and, and not acknowledge what Frankie, Frankie Collins did. And Frankie Collins' growth is due to Devontae's growth. Devontae has, has been for us all year long a good practice player. I don't mean like the results are always good, but he gives you an honest effort. And to see him reward it, and I, I can't tell you how many of those floaters we've taken. You know, like... Whatever that that uh, and I'm I don't remember the man's name, but the good to great idea, like we're co closing in on ten thousand floaters. So he, we have confidence. He has confidence, and uh, I'm really happy with his finishes. I I just thought I believe I believe in college basketball. You win through your point guards, and. Uh, Certainly, DJ led us today. Michael? Phil, during this, uh, the five-game stretch where you were filling in for Juwan, did you, I guess, learn anything or see anything about this team where you were looking at it from a different perspective than what your role was, was previously to allow you to learn anything wow. new or glean hmm. anything about this group? Wow. Uh, No, I no, I don't think so. I, I'm look, they're good young people, uh, with the emphasis on young, and uh, I thought this, but I, but I 
but I am amazed at. Like they're resilient in that there was an easy excuse to not play well against Rutgers, right? That was easy. And then to come back after Illinois, that, and that was physical. That was a physical challenge, Illinois. And yet we came back and we had this energy. Um, and I think besides resilient, I would say adaptability, because there are some things that I do different. Like it's a small thing. Like I don't use a whistle in practice. I would rather train them to listen to my voice, not train in terms of like, you know, you know, no, I, mean, I would rather coach them to listen for my voice. Juwan uses a whistle. That was different. Um, so they were adaptable and they allowed us to coach them and they allowed us to direct. No excuses, no excuses. Right? Had we walked out of here instead of three and two, two and three, no excuses. We weren't good enough those, the two nights. We weren't good enough. But I would say resiliency and adaptability. Okay, coach, that's all the time we have. Thank you. Be safe. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. stops when we needed to. Um, we weren't tough enough. I feel like they were more aggressive in the second half. Um, we turned the ball over too much, which led to a lot of transition points for them. Um, we just can get anything going, honestly. So. EJ, how did you see that? Uh, didn't play with a lot of urgency that we needed to come out and win. Um, uh, it was a great crowd out there. I felt like they gave us a lot of energy in the first half. and. Uh, second half, we didn't give them any energy back, so I feel like uh, we didn't come out and play with enough urgency in that second half. So. Why? Uh, I wish I could tell you. I don't know. Uh, a lot of games in, in a short amount of time, uh, I felt like the energy level just went down, just uh, seeing our legs, not being able to slide our feet, and those are things we got to work on. I mean, happy we get a little break here so, soon, but uh, 
can't let that happen. So, you guys, how much playing defense is want to? How much of it is skill? If you had to break it down, and what, where are you guys on that chart? Uh, there's a lot of talented defensive players like out there. Um, you just see guys in the NBA who have length. Uh, some guys who just are like uh, guy gifted at that, but uh, some is want as well. And I feel like we got to uh, want it a little bit more. Uh, just have to go out there and execute the game plan better. Uh, have to go out there and make the winning plays. Got to dive on the floor for a loose ball. It was a loose ball and uh, somebody didn't dive on the floor for it. But I just feel like we have to want it more, so. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, not really, I don't think there's any way to break it down, but you definitely got to have the want to. Um, a lot of the scheme, just being locked in on the game plan. Um, so that just goes along with watching film, paying attention to the scouting report, uh, things like that. You know, where guys have certain tendencies. It seemed like a couple times this season you guys had offensive routes throughout the losses. What's the conversation in the huddle? How do you guys kind of pass that? We have to get defensive stops to like uh, give us momentum on offense in. Like when we're not getting transition bucks, we're not running. Uh, we're all just in the half court set, and I just feel like we. Didn't get stops. At one point, it was like 10 possessions. We only got one stop out of 10. So uh, just that and us slowing down on the offense end comes from the defense end and just giving us momentum. So. You talked about getting the break here for a little bit. I know this is fresh, but how much is that going to help the team to kind of have a couple days off here finally after this run? Uh, it'll help for sure. I mean, I think it'll help any team. Um, when you go on a stretch like we did to close out the season, it's tough. but. Uh, at the end of the day, it's not really an excuse. Uh, we just got to own it and, you know, own the fact that we haven't been playing well enough to win games um, on both sides of the ball. Justin, um, you've been around teams here that are really good defensive teams. Your first couple of years here was one of the better defensive teams. Each time was one of the better defensive teams in the country. Um, last two years, it's not been that way. But I'm just wondering if you've noticed any kind of difference, any, any difference in approach with the group that you think has led to that, that kind of drop off? Because it's been pretty steep from where you guys were when we first started here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really say there's anything that I noticed that led to a drop-off. Um, it just comes down to us, like I said, being locked in um, on the game plan and more importantly, just the want to. You know, our team is predicated on being a team defense, you know, not leaving your not leaving your teammate out on an island, being in the gap, um, swiping, uh, gang rebounding, all that stuff. So, you know, one person's not connected, and it's only four out of the five. We're gonna have, we're gonna consistently have break, you know, breakthroughs on the defense. Um, so we all just gotta own the fact that uh, we gotta be better on that side of the ball, and you know, we gotta be more connected. EJ, obviously, uh, last game in the shot and regular season finale, but at the same time, it's a regular season game, and you still have a lot of basketball that you guys can play and play well. How do you try to spin this forward and look positively on the next few days to make sure that? Thursday's a good day, Friday's a good day. You guys keep putting together good days to, to get started. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't our last game of the season, so I don't look at it like that. I hate losing, but we just got to have the right approach to the next couple games. Uh, last year we made a run in the tournament, and I hope we hopefully we could do that again. But we just got to um, just approach it the right way and uh, learn from this. Just I know it's hard to, to look at things like this after a loss, but to hit four threes and to see yourself you know, get back into a rhythm a little bit, uh, how important is that for you? Uh, yeah, I felt good to see some go through, um, but you know, like EJ always says, winning is honestly the most important thing for me. So that really doesn't mean anything, to be honest. Oh.
there's a significant difference between live ball turnovers and dead ball turnovers. And a lot of their, you guys today, were them getting steals and you know, live ball turnovers. Um, but they weren't necessarily taking advantage of those turnovers and the points in the first half. Did you guys say anything at halftime about trying to fix that before it obviously got out of control? Yeah, we knew we had to take care of the ball. Um, it was that and rebounding. Those were two, two of the keys that we knew we had to focus in on. And kind of just too lackadaisical in that area for too much of the game. It's led to them going on a roll. Were they doing anything specific that they played into that at all? They were aggressive on defense, and we just, you know, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't matching that level of aggressiveness uh, on the offensive end. What kind, what kind of changed from, did you see Michigan's offense kind of change at all during that second half? Was it more energy? What kind of led to them kind of exploding? Uh, I really don't know. I know we were turning the ball over. They hit a couple transition threes. They were getting out, uh, running, spraying the ball, getting to the paint. Uh, but I didn't really see anything different that they were doing in the second half than the first, besides uh, capitalizing off turnovers. Yeah, it's, it seemed like you guys kind of I mean, had that aggressiveness there in that first half. And, and I guess what was working there that I guess made not translated there in in your return? Uh, just the effort. All right, guys, one more question. For both of you guys, to go through, you know, senior day festivities before the game, just how, you know, bittersweet is that to kind of go through that before the game and not be able to finish it off with a win? It sucks. Losing sucks. It's never fun. All right, one more. Good. All right. Thank you, Justin AJ. All right. Uh, give uh, give Michigan credit. Obviously, uh, tough loss. Give them credit. Thought they played really well. Um, so, move forward here to uh, whenever we play next. I think Thursday, as it is right now. Coach, the run in the second half there. I think uh, fourteen to one. Uh, they are defense. What contributed to that? Defense and turnovers. Yeah, defense and turnovers. So we just didn't have uh, the urgency we needed. So it's my fault. It's my fault. I'll ask uh, their three point shooting, it seemed like without Dickinson in the post, they weren't going to have a guy on the low post that they could put the ball down into. And yet, your guys consistently, play after play after play, dove under the screens left the shooters wide open and they just made you pay time and time again. Just what what was going on with your handling, your team's handling of those ball screens? Well, you're talking about a 25% three-point shooter. So made a few give the kid credit. You're not, you're not, that, if you're talking about that, that's uh, on the ball screen cover, you're talking about a guy who shoots 25% on the year from three. And aside from that. The other ones were transition. Uh, aside from that, just they had 11 steals in this game. Do you feel? Yeah, we didn't handle the ball well at all. We were sloppy with it. We weren't. We were soft with the ball. Chris, how much? How much of playing defense is want to, and how much of it is can do skill and actually having the guys? Because this has been a. I mean, this is a broken record now. Well, for two years now it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not. Not our. Two of our first three years, we were really good. Right. Top 20. Top 25. So I think there is some things to consider there, um, and um, and obviously you know we we've, we've got to find the way to coach it better. But I, there's clearly, 
uh, some personnel things we, we have addressed and, and uh, uh, need to continue to address. How hard is it to, when, in recruiting to, to know that a guy has that special thing to, to get out on the perimeter or whatever? Yeah, it's one-two and it's dimensions, it's physical dimensions, and it's, it's, it is one-two. And I think uh, clearly we didn't have enough one-two uh, on that end today. Um, I thought that and our turnovers got us beat, but again, that's, that's on me. Obviously, they didn't have the readiness for that uh, that they needed to have. Chris, you guys got into Thursday and two-point again. What's, what's the key going to be in these next few days to, to get guys healthy and to keep that energy level, or to get that energy level back to where it should be after playing <coughs> game in some of the days? Yeah, we need rest. We need to get healthy, but uh, we need to play better. You know, we need to play better, and uh, we need to defend better, defend better as a group. So health is certainly a factor. Coach, uh, you guys have struggled with second-half droughts really all, all season, even in wins. How do you correct that going into the postseason? Yeah, we just we had too many careless turnovers. Their trapping of the post bothered us a little bit. But, um, yeah, we just we didn't handle that well. So that's that's on me. That's That's my fault. Did you happen to, to Michi there with the injury? And do you have an update maybe on, on Kyle's status going through the big injury? Yeah, I think Michi turned his ankle and, and Zed re-injured his ankle. Um, I don't know the severity of both, and I'm not sure yet on Kyle's status. You know, I think he's getting better by the day, but I couldn't give you any update other than he's getting a little better by the day. Chris, um, over these last two years, as you mentioned, it's been a little bit of a, of a trend here. Do you feel like you all have prioritized defense enough in your roster build when you brought guys in? No, we've we've got it. We've got. To, I think we have moving forward. Uh, I think we've got to. Uh, uh, and obviously, Kyle's lack of versat or Kyle's versatility hurt, hurts us. You know, when he's out, it affects our defense in a significant way uh, because you have another versatile frontline guy that you can switch with. But uh, clearly, it's something that we have addressed, and we addressed it since this has kind of been an issue for a year, um, and we need to continue to address it. How does something like that kind of get away from the from staff? Obviously, you have multiple needs you're trying to address all of them at the same time, but how does that area kind of get away from you guys as you build? Oh, and I don't, I, don't think, I don't want to put it all on that. I think we've got to do a better job across the board um, in every way, so I don't want to say it's just, it's just, it's just personnel related. I just think we're, we've, we're seeing some things where we've got to continue to get a little more length and a little more positional versatility. Um, and a little more defensive versatility than what we've had. Um, and some of that is it takes you time to kind of build and construct the roster. Um, but we've, we've been intentional about that in our recruiting, and I think, it's, I think it's heading in that direction. But, again, it's not all that. It's, you know, we've got to coach it better. So that's, that's on me. EJ and Justin were both talking about uh, effort and saying guys didn't bring enough. Um, and, and on a senior day in, in front of that crowd playing Michigan, just – how does that sit with you? Yeah, I mean that's that's obviously unacceptable. So it's uh, I think senior days a lot of emotions that goes into it, um, and it can almost be in some ways paralyzing uh, because of all that goes into it. Uh, but I just didn't think our bite was near good enough in the second half, and that's that's on me. Can, are there things that like that you can attribute that to? I mean, you're coming off you get out of a losing streak, you, you beat Michigan State, and I know every mission, every matchup is different, but does. What do you pin something like that when it seemed like maybe you had things moving a little bit better direction just a couple days ago? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Two more. Adam and then Steve, you call this stretch unlike anything you faced in your career, like an NBA schedule at times. Now that it's over, you do get a couple days here. How much does this team need rest to get ready for, for this? 
Yeah, I think we need rest, but we also we need to we need to get better in some areas. Rest and health are, are critical. Um, rest and health are critical. But uh, you know, I just thought, um, yeah, rest and health are critical. But there there are issues that, that we've got to continue to improve in, and we've taken some strides in some areas. Um, we've not turned the ball over like this in a while. Um, we've not we've not been this sloppy or careless with the ball. You have a loss like this. How hard is it to be passive, knowing that the most important part is the right? Yeah, I think our guys know the, what's in front of them. Obviously, they're they're all extremely disappointed, as 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 am I. So, but uh, you know, you take it between the eyes and move forward. You guys are up 39, 30 at halftime, but like they were turning you guys over in the first. I think it was half. a seven-point game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like they were turning you guys over in the first half as well. Um, they just weren't capitalized on it. Did you guys kind of sense that at halftime and kind of, I don't know, did anybody say anything? Like oh, yeah. Yeah, that was an issue. Yeah, I think that and our rebounding were, were significant issues that, w that were addressed <coughs> at half. I, I just think, you know, they, they got into us and they bothered us and we didn't, we didn't run good lead cuts. And then their trapping from the baseline was something they had not done. Obviously, when you play a team a month ago and you beat them, they're going to make adjustments. Um, they adjusted to how they were playing the, 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 the post. Um, and um, we thought we had given them solutions, but clearly we didn't, so that's, that's on me. Were they physically tougher than you guys today? Well, I mean, I'll let you guys answer that, but obviously we, we need to play a lot tougher. All right, thanks, Coach.